eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Brian, it is now time for our favorite part of the show. It is the listener mailbag. Before we get into that, though, one more time, I need to tell you guys about our wonderful partner here at Love the Star, Boomer Jacks. And I keep telling you guys about Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Those are important days. Tuesdays are half-price bone-in wings. Wednesdays are half-price boneless wings. So whatever your fancy is on the wing front, Boomer Jacks has a deal for you. But if you're not a wing person at all, they still have great deals for you other days of the week. They've got $3 drink specials, $15 buckets of beer, wall-to-wall TVs, live music, Whatever atmosphere you're looking for, Boomer Jacks has the environment for you. You're just looking for a place to have dinner with the family, a nice aesthetic, everything else. Boomer Jacks is a spot. If you're looking for a great happy hour location for you and the coworkers to have some drinks, Boomer Jacks is a spot. If you're just looking for a place to go watch the game, follow your fantasy team, you know, watch the game with a buddy, have a fun rivalry, whatever else. Boomer Jacks is the spot. And there are 17 DFW locations. You can find yours by going to boomerjacks.com. That's boomerjacks.com. All right, Brian, let's jump into the uh, Dean Julia love of the star mailbag. Uh, first question here from Mario. I thought the Indianapolis game was an anomaly, but then it happened again versus Houston, not being able to get to the quarterback with the front four. Should yeah. we be concerned about having to blitz to create pressure, leaving inexperienced cornerbacks and coverage on the back end? Absolutely. Yes, you should. You know, the thing about it is you were trying to run twists and stuff and you couldn't get guys home. Now the Texans, the Texans have guys, they've had first-round picks up front. You know, yeah. when you look at with Tunsil, with Green, and then, you know, with the right tackle, you know, they, they've they got guys that have been first-round players. Have they always played like first-round players? No, they haven't. Green is, has struggled a little bit. But the, but the Texans had a clear plan, and I have a feeling that you're going to see Doug Peterson the same way. They're a team that throws screens. They throw it outside to Kirk. They throw screens to the back. You know, the back can catch the ball very well. You have to be ready for those things. There, These teams are not going to let you sick their rush or the Cowboys rush on them. Ball's coming out quick, slants, things, waggles. 
anything misdirection, they're not going to let you do this. But yeah, you should be you should be a little bit concerned. But this is where it, it comes down to. Micah Parsons rushing a lot of snaps against Laramie Tunsil is probably not the best thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Find the guy who needs help or find the guy that's going to get beat down. You know, find the guy that's likely likely going to lose the one-on-one matchup. You know, I, Dan Quinn and those coaches are smart. They they but to me last week too many times Micah Parsons rushing against Laramie Tunsil. That's not going to get Micah Parsons home. It's just not. So I'm sure that Dan Quinn, he doesn't need me or you or anybody else to tell him how to run his blitz packages or run his uh, run his uh, you know, uh, scheme. But, man, to me, I am putting Micah Parsons on whoever the worst player is across that line and letting him wreck shop. You know, it's funny. Uh, you remember the Chargers game, the first game last year where Micah rushed. First half, they, he didn't do a lot against Rashawn yeah. Slater, and they realized, let's switch it up. Let's put him over on Storm Norton's side. Yeah, as exactly. they did that, they had some success. Uh, similarly, along these lines, Daniel Roberts is asking the question, uh, last year it seemed Micah blitzed from everywhere and was more effective at linebacker when he blitzed yeah. up the middle. This year it seems he's right defensive end only and doesn't move around as much. That's kind of the end of the statement. I think he's saying, like, is is there a solution? That It's interesting. Jerry said on Friday, uh, mentioned some of the A-gap blitzing as, as a way to have success. Micah mentioned on Tuesday, I feel more beaten up this year than I did last year. That's I'm a problem. Rushing that, that's off a, the edge. That's do you, a problem. Do you right think now. they need to move him around more and stand him up at linebacker? And I, I think, yeah, I think, that's, I think that's the route I would go right now. I mean – Bobby, I don't remember. Can you tell me when he started wearing a shoulder harness? Why did I just notice just a little bit ago? It's a good question. His, I don't know. I don't I mean, you know, Micah, he's he's really, really, really banged up right now. You know, because you see it. Yeah, he's he's in those collisions and he doesn't, you know, I mean, it'd be nice. It'd be nice if he could have some time off, you know, the, before the, you know, before this Philadelphia game. But I have a feeling this is going to be a nip and tuck game and he's going to have to play and he's going to have to do well. He might have to make the one sack or knock a ball down or do something that, that gets him off the field to win. So there's not a lot of time for him to, to recover. And this stuff's going to start coming fast too. You're going to have this game and then a game in six days. And then the next game, you're going to go from Saturday to a Thursday game. And it's not, and then you're dealing with a big old back in Tennessee on a short week. You know, and it's just, it's not going to get any easier. And then we'll see the commander's game. What's the commander's game going to be for? What's the commander's going to do? They're going to try and run the football. You know, they're going to be physical. This is going to only get tougher for Micah Parsons. So I got to try and find ways to help him uh, with his rush, but also give him a break if I can. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, it's interesting. I'm counting here, Brian. Uh, if you were to look at, let's see here, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Of his 13 highest percentage snap games, 10 of them were last year. 
Yeah. He's only gone over 85% of the snaps three times this year. In fact, in recent weeks. He's got a couple of 92s, right? Did Green Bay go 95? Green Bay was, uh, yeah, 95. But in recent weeks, he's been sub 75%, 67%, yeah. 67%, he's, he's 71%. I think regardless of what they say, and I don't think they've denied it. Nobody's really asked them, is he hurt? But I think you can tell just by the way they're rotating him, he's not healthy right now. No. He's, he's hurt. Um, and he's playing through it. And he's, he's talked a little bit about it, said he's banged up. Well, uh, let's be, but, let's be, because there's people that probably from the team that listen. We're not saying you're putting hurt people out on the field. No, just okay? normal wear and tear. Wear and tear, he's banged up is a lot different than being hurt. Yeah, he's, I don't think there's he's nothing. Dealing with, he's dealing with soreness right now, that soreness that you get, but you know, you never know. I mean, maybe there's something, but I'm just saying this team, Jim Maurer, Dr. Cooper, Britt Brown. They are not putting hurt players out there to try them. Right, right, right. We're 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 not, right. We're talking about nothing that would ne- necessitate an injury report designation. Right, just, right. just generally being more sore, sore right now yeah, than yeah. he was last year. And he exactly. said that he told yeah. he told Von Miller, "I'm more sore right now than I was last year." And and I think that's obvious. Uh, next question here from Astute Fanatic. Last OBJ question, I swear, but it seems like there needs to be a hard deadline of next Wednesday in order to get him on short-term IR to return for playoffs, right? Not necessarily. I don't think they need to put him on IR. They can carry him if they want. Um, the bigger thing, the deadline for me would be more like, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. You got to get him in here like around Monday, I think, in order to just make sure They're he's running out of days. Yeah. For the staff. Out of days. Yeah, because I know this from 14 years of working with Britt Brown. He's got schedules for how these guys play. And 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 even with T.Y. Hilton this weekend, they're a big ramp-up team. I don't expect T.Y. Hilton or Tyron Smith, or even if T.Y. Hilton's active, I don't know if he is going to be or not. We'll see. But Tyron Smith, those guys, there's a ramp-up period. Right. You know? They're not going to throw Tyron Smith out there for 70 plays. They're not going to do it. They wouldn't do it for T.Y. Hilton if he was playing in this game. It might be 10, 11, 12 plays. That's it. So, yeah, you know, to get this guy able, I'm talking about Odell Beckham, to even get him to the point where he can play, they need these days of working out. He needs to sign on Sunday, be in the building on Monday, and Britt Brown getting the opportunity to lay hands on him then. Next question here from uh, Shoes and Sports. Do you think what Houston defense did versus Dallas will be similar with what Denver did versus them last year? After that Denver game, it seemed teams started to play Cowboys different and it gave them trouble. In other words, Brian, cover two. did Texans give any sort of a blueprint? No, I'd say played cover two. That's what they did. I mean, they played too deep. Dak got fooled, I think, on the uh, the first interception. I think he thought it was man coverage. The uh, the the nickel didn't drop or didn't go with Schultz on the slant. And so, you know, he threw the ball and it got knocked in the air. So, no, I mean, it cover two. But let me tell you this. They're playing cover two the whole damn game. The last three minutes of the game, what did they play? They played cover two and they got they got crushed. They got crushed. Dak's throws, Dak running, Zeke running, Pollard running. They got crushed. They played cover two the whole game. You know, Lovey's like, Lovey Smith's like, oh, we threw everything out. No, you played cover two. You played one, you played two, and you played three. You kind of rotated some coverages, and, and that's what you really, really did. So it wasn't anything exotic that Dak hasn't seen. It was a lot of cover two. So, no, I don't think there's any blueprint there at all.
Now listen, you believe that Dak can't read defenses or see very well, and you play what we call clog and cover. Rush four, drop seven. Rush four, drop seven. You know, if you do that all day, you know, maybe that's the maybe that's the blueprint to make Dak Prescott have to read and then try to find where he needs to throw the ball. Kurt Warner with his quarterback confidential this week, uh, after going through that, seemed to suggest, look, part of this is is Dak's reads, but he seemed to put a lot of emphasis on the routes. a lot of it is bad scheme. Oh, yeah. And, and people that believe that. Yeah. Like, like, I remember the – did you watch the first play of the game, the one where he dumps off to Pollard? Do you yeah. remember that snap? Kurt talked about specifically, he's like it was to it was to it was to Zeke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Zeke or Kurt, Zeke. Yeah. yeah. And 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 CeeDee Lamb runs this route, like kind of diagonal across the field. They max protected it, is what they tried to do. They went for the big time crosser route. Well, well and and so what what Kurt's point was was he said, Why is CD running into coverage with that corner dropping back? He's like, Why is he yeah. not kind of Going up, going the, up speed, the field, more pressing of an arrow the safety, up, yeah, yeah, and then you're yeah. opening it up for Gallup. Why are you running your receiver into coverage instead of right. making the coverage adjust? No, I, and it's I, a I, decent I, point. That's one yeah. example of some of the stuff that Kurt was pointing out. Where he's like, "What are we doing here, drawing up plays like this? Why are we not trying to get guys out of position? Why are we running into coverage schemes?" Yeah. And so, a little bit interesting. Last question here from Jay Crowder, not the basketball player. Uh, when fully acclimated, what kind of impact do you think T.Y. Hilton can add to this offense? I think his veteran presence can really add a spark. I'll tell you this. He stretches the field unlike anybody they've really had here in a long time. True. The, st- totally the speed, the way they can stress things. Now, do you trust Dak to have that rhythm with a, a true burner? Is, is is there any concern about that? He's never had to to hit anybody down the field like that with that kind of speed. Or do you have any concerns about that, getting that 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 rhythm down with a speedster? Protect it, let it fly. They do max protection if it means putting uh, putting him out there, Hilton out there one on one, and running past the safety and all that. Max protect that thing and throw it. I think where he's also going to be good is that third and four, third and five, where you know all of a sudden you need like that short little quick pass, dump it and let him run that kind of thing, little quick outs, things yeah. like that. I think that's where he's he's a really good inside route runner too, and knows how to run against zone coverages. Run, sit down, catch the ball, get up the field. You really think we'll, all you, you think we'll see any uh like quick like uh quick screens? Like have him stand. This team back. is so damn awful on screens. I, I I know I know I know, but isn't it just like a Kellen Moore design to have like trips left and then Hilton takes a step back, catches it, and he's got Gallup and Brown blocking in front of him for him to try and yeah, leave. And, and those guys usually do a pretty good job of blocking, but we've also seen where their timing of their screens have been just god awful. Guys getting blocked into the back who's trying to get out on the screen. Yeah. Their timing for screens has been awful. It really yeah, has. Absolutely. That does it for us here today on the Love of the Star podcast. We will come back again early next week, likely Tuesday morning. Uh, Brian will have had a chance to watch the tape from the Jacksonville game, hopefully a Dallas victory. And we'll look ahead a little bit to the matchup with Philly. Until then, we will talk to you guys later.